Welcome back to another episode of Into the Combine. I'm staying the man. Combine. Wow, I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really excited. I'm shoddy. <laughs> wow. What, dude? Well, why so excited? You told me to start the fucking engine, so I started him, all right? Excited because it's the last one with Stan for a minute, or? No, just excited because it's another episode. Oh, I missed okay. you guys. I missed the listeners. <laughs> I'm sick of Stan, though. I've seen him twice this week. Yeah. Lucky. Two days in a row. <laughs> Lucky. And then we golfed together last week, just us. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You guys are making me fucking pissed. <laughs> You didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much. We gotta get this. We gotta get this over with. I need mm-hmm. a break. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> this is my last cast for a little bit. Yeah. It's getting yep. to be that point. Baby Woolock is coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. How many weeks? Metalhead is on three weeks. Three the weeks. <laughs> little metalheads on our way. <laughs> last I checked, when we were having our little golf date. I asked if you're reading your parenting book, and you said you were only reading the Swedish death metal book. Yes, has that changed at all? That's the best Um, parenting book you can get, dude. What are you talking about? I kind of living this week up. You know, this is my last week. You know, I had a last concert, which we'll get to. I had last podcast for a little bit, and you know, like last golf night. So this week's, you know, anything goes. But next week, I'm getting hard into baby stuff, and we'll learn all the like strollers and the car seats and the baby books and everything yeah okay okay so that's good yeah that's godspeed good. my friend yep he's gonna come back on the cast and it's all gonna be dad rock like yeah bob seger and whatever else dude yep. i'll quit <laughs> no <laughs> all right let's break it down So that was uh, Pig Destroyer, a little foreshadowing. That was the track Phantom Limb from the album Phantom Limb. Nice. Nice, gnarly nice. little breakdown, yeah. Yeah. Leading into things, but we'll save all that for later. So Stan, break it down. Uh, oh yeah, foreshadowing. We're going to review Pig Destroyer's new CD, Head Cage. We have a throwback review, which I think it's just going to turn into a discussion about the band. But anyways, we're officially throwing back Storm of the Lights Bane by Dissection. And we some have an album. interview with what's that? Is it just some little old album? No big yeah, deal. Little, little old album. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Maybe you guys heard them. Maybe you haven't. I don't know. Uh, and we got uh, is it Scott? No, it's um. Oh. We've got Blake from Pig Destroyer. He does all like the noise and all that kind of shit in the band. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So we so we got an interview with him at the end. Nice. And then uh, got a couple shows to talk about. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah. Fuck yeah. What do you want to start with, the music or the shows? Well, um, let's start with what we've been listening to. Okay, yeah, might as well. Let's start with this one, nice, lean and mean and quick. 
What do we have here? So that was the band Outer Heaven with the track Putrid Dwelling. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, you coming, mentioned this last night. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the album is called that it's coming out on is Realm Realms of Eternal Decay. And they've got two two singles so far. That was the that was the second one they put out. Nice. <laughs> you liked it? Oh yeah, f- of course I did. <laughs> Fucking vocals are gnarly. Fucking yeah. <laughs> very like I don't know, processed, but it's it's cool. Yeah, I like the I like yeah, I like what they did with them. And I was going back and forth on which single to use, but that one uh, they, they I like what they were doing with the guitar, like the riffs. Like uh, I like the groove in it, and then I like that like it reminds me of kind of like a immolation maybe kind of a riff you know something like new york like dissonance that. and the yeah mm-hmm. I know you're getting. yeah yeah but they're really cool man i don't know they're young they're young they just signed a relapse this year and um i remember i was reading something the other day about they did a thing on metal sucks like their influences and um all the influences were awesome like they just seem like they did their heads in the right spot so i know this album's gonna be good i saw they just re- reviewed it on decibel and it got like a nine out of ten so wow. i don't know the two tracks so far honestly it's to me, honestly, already it sounds like as good as two mold. Hmm. So that's a bold statement. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I could see it being being a really a really strong album. Yeah. So I'm gonna be checking out this one for sure. Yeah. I mean, dude, I was digging the groove. Like at first, I was kind of like uh, just like more dirty death metal, but then the groove started coming in, and I yeah. actually was like banging my fucking fist against a chair. I know. I'm sorry. I was bit, trying not to bring in dirty death metal, and then I was like, dude, ah, no, this it's is all just good. good. It's all good because like I really I agree with you. It's that's too good. So. Yeah. I couldn't help it. I mean, if the rest of the gro- if that groove is in the rest of the album, then I'm an, I'm fucking looking forward to it. Right. So. All right. What do you guys have? Pick. You can go ahead, Stan. You want you want my dirty death metal pick? <laughs> 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 yeah. But let's let's hear Stan's weekly dose of Stan's weekly dose of dirty death. <laughs> this one actually I'm, t- I'm just stealing one from a listener uh i fucking love this guy chris riccardi <laughs> off, uh, he he posts all the time on uh patreon but he just he basically does my job for me <laughs> so uh <laughs> i've uh, so, got his wait, pick. wait 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 so is it now chris is weekly and, dirty death metal pick it might that- be i don't know i just <laughs> kind of we had a lot going on this week to listen to and there's a lot of stuff Dude, I was just... we did. We really did have a shit You know, mm-hmm. so it was kind of hard to have a pick, so I, it was perfect because he had something already kind of waiting for me, so... Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you, Chris. But uh, the band is an embalmer, and the okay. fucking... Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the CD is uh, man, um, Emanations from the Crypt, I think. Yeah, Emanations. <laughs> Mayonnaise? Emanciation? <laughs> What? I don't know. It's emanations. I gotta send you guys a link emanations, right now. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. emanations. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. But uh, I I never heard of this band. I guess they've been around since like '91. You know, from Chicago in the from the death metal era. But they kind of just been on and off hi- hiatuses for mm-hmm. like ten years and stuff. But they just put out the full length this year. But it's pretty fucking dirty. Which track? Um. Okay, so this is maybe not the best one to represent the CD because it's more of the doomy for sure, slow mm-hmm. and heavy and just dirty, but uh, the casket calls is, uh, is my pick. Okay, the rest sweet. of the CD is okay. a little bit faster, but...
Damn, dude. <laughs> that was doomy <laughs> as hell and dirty. Yeah. That, that, okay, that's that song was the slowest, obviously. It just starts oh, okay, out really okay. slow. But I, I just I picked that one because the fucking scream in the middle that goes, goes on forever. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed that, but like yeah. it's just seriously fucking <laughs> nasty as shit. Well, I, it's I, like I, this. Oh, I just, I, I just, I, this feels like just like perfect like recorded in a cellar of a basement like you know <laughs> it yeah. was fucking awesome so they're from the 90s yeah they like 91 they put out demos and shit you know same time everyone else was and then they just yeah. went on this hiatus Damn. came back 06 i clicked real quick on the first track too and yeah that's like way faster so yeah yeah <laughs> but i love when bands do that dude when you i really like when a death metal band throws in some doomy tracks just to oh hell yeah mix it up a little bit yeah the rest of the cd's fast but this is that one's just it stuck out to me so yeah yeah i'm down i'll check it out i wasn't sure at first i was like oh i don't know just slow <laughs> it's just dirty death metal but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's cool though especially like if you, that's like in the middle of the track so it's a good break yeah you know perfect. but i mean it's got good riffs you know it's i mean it's not anything too special not like too mold or anything like that but like they got solid riffs here and there you know the vocalist is fucking brutal you know it's just good mm-hmm. death metal it came out this year or? oh no sorry uh, 16 it came out oh okay okay yeah going back a little bit yeah ah, nice nice shoddy probably not your favorite <laughs> dude i mean i liked it when the speed picked up a little bit i mean obviously i mean i was laughing my ass off at that screen yeah. <laughs> in the middle but yeah i mean just a little too slow yeah yeah not yeah. bad just a little too slow too dirty what do you, <laughs> what yeah, do you a little too, some speed a little too dirty uh some beauty actually oh, um, okay so i recently got a chance to listen to the new omnium gatherum album the burning nice. cold mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i was just gonna i didn't know if you guys had listened to it or not but i was just gonna throw out uh gods go first a no, little, i haven't listened a little yet, clip so. from there oh you haven't okay mm-hmm. i have not no okay well let's listen to this track first and then we can talk Yeah, so I think I cut you guys off before the solo came in, unfortunately, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I just realized that. I was like, fuck, I should have skipped it ahead of chorus, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I listened to it about uh, a pretty good amount, actually, over the last weekend. I I think it's solid. a really good album. Yeah, it's very solid, yeah. It's weird listening to that after the dirtiest of yeah, dirt, yeah. <laughs> the filth that we listened to before yeah. that, but yeah, it, honestly, it's it's a beautiful album. Pretty like, polished. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty polished. I mean, the vocals are awesome. I mean, I could take, you know, or leave, you know, the, some of the cleaner stuff. But, I mean, you heard, you know, those, those growls there that were going down. So mm-hmm. I really like the power that he has at the low end and how it, you know, plays with, like, the fucking keys and all the, the nice shit going on there. So... It's I'm a gonna solid definitely, album. I'm going to definitely check it out because I actually really enjoyed their last one, Grey Heavens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never really listened to them besides that, but yeah, no, they're a that, good fucking band. Dude, I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, it just, it so it was an easy listen, but it still challenged you because they're still doing shit. So, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like there was, you know, it was too much going on where it like bogged you down or anything. So it wasn't too technical by any means. But so yeah, the, I liked it. On the last album, I remember there was a couple of huge standout tracks that I loved, but yeah. then I would mm-hmm. get bored with the rest of it. Is this one like? Uh, is it pretty strong throughout? Or yeah, uh, yeah, it is. That's the thing that I mean. If you're in the mood, so like there were a couple times that you know, like I'd listen to it, you know, around around like the sixth song. I just wanted something heavier. It wasn't. Mm. It wasn't anything about the album. I right. just needed something else to listen to. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it definitely kept my attention. I mean. I guess I, I feel like maybe if I had to say it's an 11 track album, there's like two or three that I could take or leave, but they weren't bad enough to where I wanted to hit the skip button. Okay. So I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm pumped to listen to it. Cause it's, yeah, it's a perfect one to put on to lighten things up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Um, what else do you have for us, Jason? All right. Let's do uh not a dirty death metal one. Let's do the, the new track from Revocation. Have you guys checked that album out yet? Oh, fuck no. yeah, dude. That was like the other band I was going to talk about. Okay, well, sweet. Let's, um, what, well, what track do you have, though? Because we might need to like change that up. It's not out yet, so I'm just going to do the single. Uh, um, I wanted to play one of what, the other what, ones. but well, what um, did you want to play, and then what's the single? The one I wanted to... Well, let's, let's listen to this one first. This one's of Unworldly Origin. Oh, okay, I guess it's that's the fine. first, like the first track of the album. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what did you want to play though, real quick? I just want to Lu- know. Luciferian. Okay. It's later would, in the album. Yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah. I would have. I was gonna pick Blood Atonement. Okay. Because I feel yeah. like that's like, that's revocation. Like it's. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, but I agree. Yeah, I let's listen to this track. Though. Okay.
Yeah, that one, I, I don't know. I was going back and forth again on which one to pick, but that one, uh, the energy's there and the riffing is pretty freaking good. Like, you know it's uh-huh. Revocation right away, dude. Dave just, yeah. the riffs he writes, man, are just so weird and they're thrashy, but not, you know, you know, it's always fresh sounding and interesting. I just, I love that dude, man. He's always doing something different. Not taking any away from anything from the song, but it's just, you, you can't say a lot about it. It's just, it's fucking good Revocation. I mean, there's just mm-hmm. not a lot to say. So I know they said that they were trying to go harder on this album. Do you okay. think they did that, Jason? Interesting. They went harder. I don't. You know, I, to be like, honest, you know, I, I haven't guess listened. More of like a more of like a death metalish. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Vibe. Like mm-hmm. I guess that was like one of the goals was to go a it's little heavy. bit. I think I, it's yeah. definitely heavy, but it still has the proggy stuff that they always do. I mean, it's still that's the thing is I feel like it. it I don't know that I guess they fully achieved the heaviness because like it still sounds like revocation. Like there's definitely heavy parts to it. They break, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't, to me, it just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved it. I think it's a mm-hmm. great album. I can't wait for everybody to listen to it. Cause yeah, I don't think it's out yet, but, um, yeah, it's, it's out like by the 28th. So next Friday or whatever. Oh, okay, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember the last album that much great as our sin. I remember liking it a lot, but I haven't went back to it too much, but this one is just, it's almost a little darker, a little, I don't know, it's got a lot of variety. And it's like it starts off fast, strong, then it gets into proggy territory, and then the end there's like like that track I mentioned, Luciferian. It's like uh-huh. It's weird. It's got a little bit of black metal vibes in it, and then it's got a lot of like uh big melody, melodic riffs and stuff going on. I don't know. I've I've listened to it a bunch of times so far, and it's like it never gets old. Like I don't wanna I, some albums you put on, you kinda get sick of it after halfway through or whatever. Yeah. You know, but this one I I could, I've listened to it like I've let it start over again, you know, so it's there's enough there to just keep your attention, and I don't know. It, it's been it's been getting better with the with more listens. So I mean, I don't think it's going to come off my like rotation anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, and I know it's about uh, the Cthulhu mythos, the Lovecraft mm-hmm. shit. So good vibes, uh-huh. cool, uh, cool shit all around. So if you're a fan of guitar, thrashy shit, progressive stuff, whatever, I would recommend it. And then, uh, do you guys have any other ones? Or that's it? No, that's it. I think, right, I'm well, gonna, I, think I know what you got coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I picked it, because I just figured, I don't know, I can't not, we got to at least mention it. So the last one I'm picking is the new Horrendous album. And um, uh, okay. did you listen to it yet, Shot, or no? No, I have not. I got a chance to listen to it. Yeah. I mean, I know we just got it, what, Tuesday, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So it hasn't been that long yet, but I've listened to it a bunch, especially because doing that interview today after this, I've been trying to kind of like really absorb it. But um, Stan, you said you did get a playthrough. I did get a playthrough. It was at work, so it was kind of just scattered, you know, doing stuff while it. But uh, I mean, of course, I was loving everything I heard. I mean, yeah. it's fucking good. I just can't <laughs> wait to. It's like I'm giddy about it because I can't wait to like actually just sit down and listen <laughs> to it and dive into it. Yeah, exactly. So there's three singles out so far. Again, so I can only pick from the ones that are already out. Yep. But um, I went with Devotion (parentheses Blood for Ink). Just because uh, it's got the most, or it's got a good representation kind of of like what's different about this album. Because for anybody who hasn't listened to Horrendous, they're just like, a, they are rooted in old school death metal, but yet have a very progressive edge to them. Like they put their own flavor on it, you know. But So um, different. So yeah, different. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to explain, right? I mean, it's it is. old, yet it's they new. They look like they came from 91, but yeah. I don't know. They don't well, sound like it. I don't right. want to be an ass, but can we like? Can I fucking listen to it now? Like <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I forgot that we had it, and now yeah. I'm pissed off a little bit. So I want to listen to it. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I say all that though is because this is a little different. This has got some new things on it. So go ahead and hit play. But uh, okay, they're doing new things on this. 
Dude, and then you fucking cut it out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so that started, I, that clip started like right in the middle of the song. So it's after a bunch of heavy shit and then it dips into that clean, you know, slow down passage. Okay. And then it ramps back up into that solo and it like, it keeps ramping up. So that's what I, I, I know some people probably will be pissed because there's some cleans in there. What'd you guys think about that? I mean, I had like a shitty look on my face <laughs> for a little bit, but I was open to it because I knew who it was coming mm-hmm. from. So, but yeah, it, then once it started picking up, I was like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like I said, I was listening at work, so I was kind of, you know, but I obviously heard that part, but it didn't even phase me in a way because I mean, if it, it fit really well, mm-hmm. they did it really well. So it just wasn't like a big deal to me. Yeah. That's exactly you know, what I thought. So I'm cool with it. It wasn't like it was in the chorus, like some, you know, yeah, over the yeah, top no, clean like because you were saying stuff, you know, before I even listened to it, like cleans. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Like, and I was kind of like scared, like, you know, what are they yeah. gonna do? And then I was like, it was totally cool. Yeah, I agree. And like this track, and especially like they, I think it's where they do it really well because they, the dynamics, man, are just crazy on it because like it starts, like I said, with some really cool riffs, and uh, I almost use the intro just because some good grooves and riffs. And then it gets into this part, and then it, the build at the end is just like, it's what really makes it. So it's like they really did use it in the right way. They, they do that, and then just to build it up, and it's like it keeps speeding up right to the end. So yeah, I don't know. And it, but it does take some listens to get into this album because it's, it's a lot different than the last one. It's mm-hmm. slower. It's more like uh, somber or whatever, you know, and a little more progressive than the last one. So you kind of have to be like ready for that. And then... And then it really does uh, work well. I will say they got it's got the weakest album cover. What? Of the Dude, last I love three. that album cover. No, it's got the weakest one. I do have oh, to say that. I like it. It's like weird and evil looking. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm not saying it's not cool, but the other ones are just fucking. I mean, the last <laughs> one just too fucking good. True. <laughs> you know? Yeah. True. The last one. That's true. But I mean, yeah, I don't know if, if you noticed too. They got a new bassist. Did you hear all that bass noodling going? Oh, on? Oh yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah. I didn't know he was new though. Yeah, yeah. This, this album cover is meh. <laughs> well, it's not horrible, I guess, when you Stare at it, it a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I'm you staring gotta... at it. The teeth and shit. Yeah, it's weird. But, I mean, it's nothing compared to fucking ecdysis or however you pronounce right, right, that. Yeah, right, right, What is that, like, the after a, a nuke went off and the flesh is just fucking melting away? <laughs> yeah, I know. I like it. I think it's badass. Yeah, no, but, it's um, very legit. I'd tat it on me somewhere. The bass is like a huge part of it. Like it's uh, it's all over the place, and it kind of almost adds to it being more mellow. Like it's because it's like jazzy bass like licks all around it. But uh, the dude's really good. Like he'll do like I don't know if you would call it like a counter melody where like the guitar is doing one thing, and then he's popping in with like a totally different kind of a a melody, and uh, just makes it really interesting. But I, I would say put headphones on to listen to it and kind of just uh, give it a few listens. But yeah, I really fucking love it. Obviously, they're one of my favorite bands. So. Pretty pumped on it. Stan, I'll be curious to see what you say after you've uh, yeah, listened to it a few times. It's going to be uh, nice. I'm going to be uh, you know, changing diapers while listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring back my uh, opinions on it next cast. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, let's go into these show reviews. Oh, yeah. yeah let's keep forgetting about that. So, Jason, let's uh, actually, let's start with your solo one. So, you. Okay. Yeah. I, did. I went to two this week, and the first one was on Sunday. I went out to see Tribulation and Paul Bear. And um, I kept thinking about this one, but I didn't know if I was going to go. It was a Sunday, and this week's been, I knew it was going to be fucking busy. And um, 
but then I was like, fuck it. I was listening to some of the albums during the day and I was like, I'm going solo, whatever. I don't care. Going fucking stag. Yeah. But you know, it was perfect because it was only two bands Yeah, and they is. put the set times up on there. So I came in at like eight o'clock or seven fifty, and they started playing right at eight o'clock. So I only had to stand around in the middle and then Paul Bear headlined it. So it was perfect in and out, you know, within like, I don't know, two hours. But dude, I, have you guys ever listened to Tribulation? No, heard of them, obviously. Big Sweden yeah, band, but exactly. never listened to them. I don't know if you guys would like them because they're death metal, I guess. They used to be pretty full on death metal, but now they almost, they're almost like a, like a gothic, poppy, classic metal kind of a hybrid like almost ghost-ish but without the weird cleans like very theatrical and very like uh, a lot of horror movie type uh samples and keys and organs and shit but it's very over the top theatrical like honestly like live seeing them they almost have this black metal vibe because they come out and they have like corpse paint kind of on and they look like these fucked up vampires (laughs) and so yeah dude they like really set the stage or almost like the one dude honestly looked like edward scissors hands kind of Hmm. so like the whole their stage show was just like it was one of the one of my one of the best live I don't, well I don't want to say one of the best live performances I've seen but it was just the, what they added to it was so fucking cool like because like I said it's kind of that creepy gothic death metal type stuff full on death metal vocals there's no cleans or anything like that but they'll do like a lot more like uh just, it's lighter it's not like the brutal type riffing but so they the way they move and like dance around and shit like there's a girl in there too and she's just dressed up looking like this weird fucking vampire dancing around like a fucking witch or something and they just took it really seriously but like have fun with it and so um i don't know man if anybody has a chance i would definitely go see it i was like totally pulled in totally loved it it was amazing hmm, but nice. um yeah you should guys i mean give it a listen i mean it'd be good for like october listening because it does kind of have some of that spooky vibes to it in a fun way though nothing you know it's not like it's too serious so then paul bear came on and it honestly it was just like hard to live up to it because i liked that first one so much it was a little hard to live up to it because they just came out. They had like no backdrop, no like the first band had like candles and incense and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The you ambiance know? was created. Yeah. And oh, before I say I, we were at that show last night, uh, I was talking to Chase from from Gate Creeper and he said he's seen Tribulation or toured with them or something like that. And the one guitarist that I was just talking about that looked like Edward Scissorhands, I guess he was like an, he's actually like a ballerina. And so that's what I'm talking about with like the way they move around when they're playing. It's this almost like stiff ballerina type of fucking spinning around, but like it's, it makes it super creepy and weird. I don't know how to explain it. Just you'd have to go on YouTube and watch a video, you know, to get it. But anyways, so then, like I said, Paul Bear comes on, they have nothing. It's just these dudes in t-shirts, no backdrop and they come out with their shit. But dude, it's, they were fucking awesome. Yeah. Playing I was actually kind of jealous because I really liked Heartless a lot. Yeah. Like after the fact. You know, I never listened. I was like, fuck this shit when it came out. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then actually when I got into Doom, I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking good. Right. Same with me. I mean, I, I listened to the album before a little bit, but Heartless really was fucking cool. And they played a lot from it and it sounded awesome. It was a little bit too loud in there. So everything was kind of washing together a little bit. But mm-hmm. the fucking uh, leads and riffs on that album are just, they stand out so much. It didn't really matter. You know, it, it kind of kicked through it all. So they played a new song that they put, there's a single called Dropout also really good it sounded really good live so it was a really cool show i i, I would i no regrets going solo i was really fucking happy i went because it gave me a whole new pre- appreciation for both bands and especially tribulation after seeing them live it'll be different like going back and listening to the album now so it's always cool seeing a new band yeah like exactly. it opens you up to something else it's there's yeah. a, nothing like that feeling 
Yep. I guess on the other realm. A, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> on the other no. realm, we've seen bands that we, I, I don't know, <laughs> last night we went, actually, it was in Flint, which is like an hour away from me. Pretty, it's closer to you. Yeah, it was close to me. But I mean, we've seen some, you know, we've seen Gate Creeper, which, you know, fourth or fifth time we've seen them. <laughs> yeah. But then you uh, you seen Dying Fetus before, but that was my first experience with them. Yeah, I saw them twice in the last like year or two. So and then what'd you, what'd you think? We didn't even talk about that. Uh, start with Dying Fetus, maybe. Yeah, okay, they were the headliners, but yeah, we could talk about that. I mean, it was it was fucking brutal. I mean, it was cool. <laughs> like it was yeah. in your face. Like I my fucking my right ear is fucked still because I was right. <laughs> and you know they actually mixed it pretty good. You know I. I forgot. I keep forgetting that they're a three piece now. So, yeah. but they sound really full and they just, it was actually pretty quiet mixed compared to like uh, Incantation, which we'll talk about. You know, they were yeah. fucking loud, but right, Dying right. Fetus was kind of just, you know, mixed well. You could hear everything, but my ear's still fucked. But <laughs> dude, my head hurts so bad still. My neck hurts from head banging. I haven't, yeah. I don't think I've ever head banged that much. And I mean, I've seen some bigger <laughs> bands you had like two for yeah. each band, you know? But. <laughs> God, fucking the, the fucking grooves in Dying Fetus. You, it, you can't beat it. They're one of the perfect bands to see live because you don't have to know shit from them because they're going to bust into a groove at some yeah. point that you're going to be able to bang your head to no matter what. I mean, I guess just especially during Dying Fetus because I was expecting something different. I was like, you know, I was thinking it was going to be more of a... I thought it was going to be like more deathcore kids, you know, hardcore mm. dancing and shit. But like last night, I had I was so happy. Like it was like one of the first times I actually appreciated death metal so much. Because like the crowd there was just so cool. Like you know, there's guys that look like fucking scary, but you know they were the nicest guys. Like shaking your hand, you know, you know what I mean though. Like yeah, no, I thought the same thing. That was a really cool crowd. It was a really cool crowd, and it was just like I was like, wow, this is like this is why fucking death metal's the best. You know, that's funny. I actually thought the same thing because it was a full pure death metal show, and it it really did have a certain vibe to everybody there. It was like yeah, cool. You're just there because you love it, and you know. I thought I thought everyone was gonna go crazy during Dying Fetus, and no, it was it was cool. Like you get hit, and it was like mm-hmm. you, the cool you get hit. Yeah, it was like yeah. just the right amount because I mean I had had a few beers by that point, so I was kind of moving around a little bit, you know. And no one was. It wasn't like people were fighting or like it was just no. a little bit of pushing around, and honestly, there's a lot of headbanging, so it was like perfect, and everybody yeah. was into it. The only yeah. thing that Dying Fetus that I don't like about it being live is there's only three of them, and they're all on mics, so, so there's not a lot of like moving around, and there's mm-hmm. not, you know what I mean? They don't really do a lot for you performance-wise, but the fucking songs are good, so. But then you just t- look at, what's his name? John? Yeah. John yeah. Gallagher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just watch him play, and it's just fucking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they they were awesome. Played a lot of new shit, old shit, every, all the hits. It was yeah. really, really good. Then, uh, well, I guess let's just go back, backwards to frontwards. <laughs> so then yeah. we've seen, this was a bucket list one for me, for sure. Same but we've here, seen dude. Incantation, fucking Legends. Dude, honestly, they blew me away. Dude, it was so good. <laughs> I, I think that was my, well, I don't want to say my favorite performance of the night because they were all just so good. But it was like, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. Yeah. I just didn't know how it would be live. And I, you know, for me, I know we talked about this last night a little bit, but Onwards to Golgotha, obviously love that CD. And then I listened to their newest one from last year a few times. But that's it. You know, I, I never really, I mean, I'm sure I went through and listened to some of their older stuff a little bit, but I don't know it at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how's this going to be live unless they play all the old shit? Dude, everything they played worked awesomely. Like, I, I don't know, dude. It was just gr- the way that they 
those riffs, they just worked. Like, even if you don't know it, that's what was mm-hmm. so cool about it. Yeah. It was just fucking, they're just, they're legends. And there's a reason why they're legends. Exactly, or, dude. I don't know if I should say they're like, le- he's a legend, John. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he just fucking put on such a good show and like, you know, he's just pure death metal. And it's just, yeah, exactly. He's pure death metal. He was just, he just, it's like he could play any fucking chord. He's going to make yep. it brutal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. I, I, yeah, dude, blown away. I was listening to a bunch of it today just because I couldn't get out of my head. Mm hmm. Then I mean, Gate Creeper. There's not a lot to say since the last, like you know, time I seen them. It just they're fucking the kill every single time. I every mean, time. Just it's so fucking good. I love seeing them. I'm probably gonna go to every show they'll ever come to I around know. this area. You know. I know, dude. They're just the fucking best, and like their their tone is always like spot on live. Like obviously, you know. Again, the same kind of thing with the other bands. Their stuff works so good live because it's all about the grooves, you know. And those and those fucking just huge, just those riffs, dude. Yeah, live. There's nothing like that. And I'm I'm just I'm I am starting to get a little pissed at them. You know, it's about time for a new song. So you know, anytime, you know, yeah, anytime now. Well, we were but. talking to Chase a little bit, and he mentioned that after this tour, they're taking some time off. They are gonna write the new album. They're doing the new Spirit of Drift album, and then um, next year there should be two new albums. You know, or, busy, you know, an busy, album from busy, each. Busy, busy, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they never stop. Yeah, he's got, he's got a lot of riffs written. He's just going. So by next year, we'll get something. Yeah. But, and then, okay, so the opener, fucking Genocide Pact. Yeah. <laughs> what a band name. I know. <laughs> that, they, I, can't, I can't believe how good that fucking band was. First off, oh my. dude, they look like they walked out of ninth grade. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny to see them come on stage. They look so young and just like, it's like, it looked like it was like their first show. I'm sure it's not, but it just, it was so funny. But then to see him play these songs, which are badass, it was like, it was just cool. Dude, and I mean, every fucking one of them is so fucking talented. I was just like blown away and how, how good they were. Mm-hmm. And I mean, how tight they were as a band. It was fucking nuts. That drummer, he, <laughs> I'm fucking laughing at his facial expressions the whole Dude, time. Dude, mugging the whole time. Curled lip. <laughs> Just the whole time, but so fucking punk. Shotty, so you would have been, it. dude. You would love this guy. He's like a, it's like he's like a human drum machine. Like th- there was not one ounce of slop in his playing. Like everything was on time, like to the T. I mean, dude. he was so good. Mm-hmm. You guys are making me jealous. Yeah, <laughs> but I he didn't. Was cool. I was just, I was blown away because I, I knew I was gonna like him and enjoy it. You know, it was gonna be a good opener. That's what I was thinking. Like it's, it'll just be good. But they, they fucking so impressed by them. Yeah, perfect show, honestly. Mm-hmm. Perfect show. It almost went bad. I almost <laughs> didn't get to go in uh, <laughs> on a <our> way in. <laughs> I may have locked my keys in my car. <laughs> so, Jason, yeah, so I guess we got we to tell the story. So Jason fucking, <laughs> first of all, like, drinking a beer in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> so I get in the car, you know, I was hanging out with him. And uh, so he we we get out and he's like, oh, shit, I just locked my keys in my car. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? So... <laughs> We're, we got what fucking ice scrapers on the back of my Equinox. <laughs> we had like two ice scrapers shoved into the window, trying to pry the door open, you know, to, so we could like stick something in there to get it unlocked. <laughs> We're trying to stick snapping ice picks and umbrellas and shit, oh trying to anything like air stripping out of my car door. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what was, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just like just you know entertaining myself i was like you know i'm gonna try to just open up the back hatch go over there opens up right away <laughs> after he's got all this shit wedged in his door <laughs> oh my god just stay and save the day dude he was my fireman yeah. my knight in shining armor yeah. i got to go into the show <laughs> 
funny. He should have carried shit. you into the show. Would be what he should have did. <laughs> so all worked out. It was uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. It was quite a night, though. Was, I had a lot of appreciation for death metal last night. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's talk about uh, fucking this new Pig Destroyer album. Headcage. Well, what's your guys' familiarity with them? Yeah, I mean, probably around no, the same. Not much. No? Honestly, I, this is one of those bands I actually listened to for a really long time. Yeah. Just because, well, I guess around the time Bookburner came out, though. Or maybe it was, no, Phantom Limb. Which one was first? Phantom Limb. Yeah. Like, I remember when that came out. Because it was in, like, all the magazines. Even, like, the lighter stuff that we would, you know, like, it was, like, accessible for me to get a hold of. Even when I wasn't listening to a lot of the extreme stuff. Yeah. How about you? Um, I think I, I want to say our history teacher may have turned me on to them, but oh, okay. you know, I never really got into them. Kind of the same as you, like really with book burner. But then I went back. To, I really like Prowler in the yard. Like mm-hmm. I listened to all their stuff, but you know, I it's just a good grindcore when you're in the grindcore mood kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like my go-to grindcore band. So I know, yeah. like uh, for for me. Prowler in the Yard has always been my like go-to after I got into the band with with some of the newer stuff and Terrifier too. Terrifier really like, I mean I like it all, but like yeah. those two I go with the most. They're just it's got a little more of the speed mixed with just those riffs, man. You know that's what separates them from the rest of grindcore, like the mm-hmm. fucking riffs that Scott Hall writes. You know, so that's kind of where I'm coming from going into this album because this album's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to rate it or we can. <laughs> I, I'm prepared to. What, what, did you, what would you give it? I'd give it an eight. Okay. I seriously enjoyed it. I'm not a, a Pig Destroyer fan. You know, I don't have any yeah. history with them. And I didn't really know, I guess, what I was getting into when I listened to it. But That's good. I loved how fucking in your face it was. I loved how mm-hmm. quick it was over. Like, it's not gonna that be it was the- over with quickly, but it was just like, they fucking get to the point and that's it. I, I no filler. Oh, I don't know if I should. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a perfect album for people to, you know, maybe don't know them. You know exactly. It's oh, a fucking sure. it. It's a it's a solid nine nine and a half for sure. Okay, wow, wow. It's strong. It's a good fucking album. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be on a lot of end of the year list. I already know that, but I wanted a pig destroyer. So you know, mm-hmm. I right. So I, I would probably give it about an eight eight and a half. 
Okay. Just because of what you're, I don't know what you're, maybe you're leading into there. Yes. I'm just saying I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, uh, I don't know what the word is. I'm, I'm trying to look at it from just as an album, like an objective. not comparing it to the rest of Pig Destroyer. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. right you know right. what I mean? It's solid. Yeah. That's a good point because that was my thing with it first was like, cause it's the speed isn't there. You know, it's not, I mean, honestly, is, is it a grind album? No, not you know? at all. Not, not really. <laughs> it's, not really at all yeah but i mean they've never really been a grindcore band per se i mean they've always been something else they're kind of unclassifiable you know what i mean you listen to them compared to any other grind band totally different and especially in these last few albums but this one especially it's like the hardcore is way more ramped up the sludgy parts are added in more yeah all sludge. that shit so it's just slower but i feel like it makes up for the speed by um Oh, it's being so like chunky and beefy and like groovy. It's just fucking well written. It's a mm-hmm. good. It's good. I. Uh, it's like it, I almost want to hate it, but I can't. You know, <laughs> right, that's right. Kind of where I'm at on it. Yeah. What did you? So shot. You gave it an eight. Why an eight? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about with like I guess the lack of speed. Because mm-hmm. I thought it would. It had you know decent speed to it. Dude, I just like how it was in your face all the time. Like the first mm-hmm. track was kind of like a little fucked up with the ambiance with building up to something going on. And then it just kind of like started. And I really liked, I guess, how I didn't know. It was weird. I didn't really know when the album was over until it just ended. Right. Like I was listening to it and it just kept going and going and going. And I didn't was enjoying it. And then it just was over. And I was like, oh, shit. And then needed to start it all over again. So mm-hmm. I like, you know, how I could listen to it multiple times and it didn't get old. You had a good point too. You said like it's, it's it is a quick listen. I I like that yeah. too because it's this is the kind of stuff I like. An album like this, thirty minutes, get in, get out. It's you know, perfect. Yeah. It doesn't feel you don't get sick of it. You know, you could put it on again. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I know like the big deal on this one was like they added the bassist. Yeah. Which right. that's what I kind of meant with like that fatter sound. Like it, I you kind can, of like that it's not there on the older ones. Mm-hmm. But on this one, it's like yeah, that's oh, you why need it. Yeah, works so good. It's fucking heavy. It's a fa- heavy <laughs> album. Yeah, exactly. It's super heavy. Super fucking heavy. It's almost like, I know it's not possible. It's almost like, I wish someone would give me like a blank CD and say, hey, check out this CD. You know, mm-hmm. going into it like that. And then my opinions would be so much different. But now I was like, oh, new pig destroyer. You know, what do we got here? And it just changes everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. But I, I don't know. Even if yeah, because I'm sure if you're an old Pig Destroyer fan, you might just be like, ah, fuck this. Just give me the old stuff. But if you can go into it with an open mind, like, dude, there's some good fucking songs on this. Mm-hmm. Like, what was your favorite songs? Ooh. I know for me, Circle River, dude, that's like my definite pick of like number one. Mm-hmm. Like the riffs, it's just that one has so many good riffs in it. Like riff after riff after riff. And he switches it up every two seconds. And it's just it's mixed with the grooves and I just that's and, and even the noise that's thrown in there and everything like I don't know dude, perfect song for me
was gonna say, dude, following that up, the Torture Fields right after that, such a good track. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, Torture Fields is sweet. That's like one of the like uh, that's one of the faster ones, I think, right? Mm-hmm. What about uh, the first single they put out was uh, Army of Cops? That was kind of like people were un- like, kind of, I don't know, arguing a lot about that one. See, I didn't listen to it when it came out. Like, I listened to it when we got the whole album, you know? Okay. So I didn't hear any singles or anything like that. Right. But. Yeah. Well, because that one's like super catchy, you know? It's got the gang vocals, and it's mm-hmm. definitely not grindy, you know? So I don't, I know people were, like, kind of complaining about that one a little bit, but that's a fun song to me. I don't know. I definitely, like, if you got any opinions on one song, you got to listen to the whole album, though. I mean, taking it true. as a whole, for sure. That's true. Yeah, because think if you just put on like Concrete Beast, that's like super sludgy. Mm-hmm. Or and like I the actually, last song even. I actually really like that song though. It's like weird because I don't like sludge really, but mm-hmm. that, I like that song. I, I don't know. It's just that guy's fucking amazing with the way he, way he works a guitar is just. Dude, he's he's one of my favorite guitarists. For oh, sure. yeah. Yep. I mean, how do you do like how many how many riffs can you pull out of your fucking magic hat? I know. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But uh, yeah, definitely their most accessible. I could see most people, you know, even if you're not into grind, like this would be an easy entry point to kind of get mm-hmm. acquainted, you know? It's going to, I already know it's going to be big this year. Mm-hmm. It's a big album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd like to hear what everybody else thinks because if you are a Pig Destroyer fan, mm-hmm. are you turned off because it's slowed down a little bit or are you into it? But I think, I mean, dude, bands got bands to change and I think it's cool. You don't want to hear them oh, do the same sure. shit every time, so... For sure. They're, they're, they're doing it in the right way. It's, it works. It still sounds like Pig Destroyer, so I'm all for it. All right. I think it's that time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time back. coming for this one. Yes, it has been. You know, I think we all kind of flirted with this idea of doing one of these albums, but we just never pulled the trigger, and we're finally talking about Dissection. We brought them up many times, but officially we're what are we i don't even know are we doing storm of the lights bane dude i don't think <laughs> we can the- <laughs> like we can't just i mean i'll talk about that for like 15 minutes i, I know but like we like, just need to go with the, uh, the whole it's just gonna turn know? into a discussion about this yeah. dissection but i mm-hmm. think officially we're reviewing storm of the lights bane <laughs>
understand you're pretty big on it. Like, what made you get into that section? Was it this CD or was it the Somberlin or what? Um, definitely the Somberlin's got a bigger place in my heart. Mm-hmm. So I personally think it's, I don't know, I can't say it's a better album, but it's just got a bigger place in my heart and I like it more. But mm-hmm. they, I definitely heard that one first. Then I heard Storm of the Lights Bane and I actually just started listening to Ren Chaos a couple mm-hmm. days ago so okay yeah, <laughs> I know, no yeah i mean i always knew that i kn- i've known the last two for years now you know big yeah. band but yeah the, the other one i just started listening to the other day so so i listened to the discography in Did order you? like i started with the somberlin and then storm of the lights bane and then rian chaos like in order just in a playlist not on shuffle mm-hmm. it just went through and ah. i mean i remember yeah, yeah. So, and I did that like multiple times. Like I just kept listening, and then like after I got a feel for it, then I started listening to each mm. individual album. See, that's so, interesting because I I, I mean, could have uh, if I was a guessing man, you know, a betting man, I would have bet mm-hmm. like you picked up Ren Chaos first and just fell in love with it, and then kind of went back. So that's yeah, cool. Same that, here. You know. Well, I mean, I knew that we were reviewing Storm of the Lights Bane, so I wanted to listen to that first. But then re- Jay logged off, and me and you were talking. You said that you had okay. like the Somberland more, and then I was confused. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about. So then I was like, I'm just gonna listen to the discography. I actually had no intention of even listening to Rain Chaos just because that's you you two had not talked about it. It had came out after. It's like the whole history of the band, you know, after him coming out of jail is when that out al- he started back up the album or the band to make, you know, a, a super Luciferian mm-hmm. tribute or whatever. So it's just complete you're right, Jay, it's completely different, but I think it's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> I don't Yeah, I mean obviously like if I had to rank the you know the two earlier ones, I think I'm a little bit with Jason on. I feel like I like Storm of the Lights Bane a little bit more than oh, Somberland. Yeah. But why do you like Somberland more, Stan? Yeah, but it's got to me. It's got more the. I guess I'm not a big black metal guy, but I do mm. like some qualities of black metal, and this is like that. I think that one's like perfect because it's still got that melodic metal sense to where I can grab onto it, but it's still got that like the black metal production sound and the you know Storm of the Lights mm-hmm. Bane's pretty clean. But the Sombrel yeah. is pretty yeah. dirty in that black metal sense, and I kind of like that because it's like a it's like a perfect black metal album for me. You know, see that's funny though because I look at Storm as being a little more black than Sombrelin. I don't. To Maybe me, the I don't music, think it's that black. yes, but the overall to me the overall blackness it, I lean to more towards like the Sombrelin. Hmm. I know what you're saying, though. Like, the riffs, so, yeah. And, like, the, you know, and the music, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's more, like, in like in this, like in Storm, because, like, that's what, for me, that's why I, well, it's not why I like Storm more, but for me, when I first found out about Storm of the Lights Bane, that was, like, right when I wasn't listening to much black metal. Mm-hmm. And I, when I heard about it, I, it was described to me as just, like, being a black metal, like a melodic type of black metal album. So I listened to it, and I remember being really surprised that I liked it. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause you know what I mean. Like I was, I didn't really look at myself as liking much black metal. So I was like, wow, I actually dig this. And then it makes sense later on, you know, because it's not really a black metal album. It's not really a death metal album. That's what I was just yeah, gonna ask it's just you. Somewhere if in you there, actually thought any of this was truly black. No, metal. I don't. I really don't. I mean, people always are trying to figure that out, discuss like what it is, and. I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's 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 Gothenburg, well, right? I mean, yeah, I, definitely a lot of that. But then again, it's not at the same time. I I agree, but like, 
I feel like it still is though. Like the the first time I listened to the discography, it was new, but I still felt like you know it was a familiar. I guess. See, I don't. You know, so it was a new band for me. I didn't know what the hell I was getting into, and then I started listening, and it still felt familiar. Like the style still hmm. felt familiar. It wasn't anything that was like completely out of. I'm going to disagree field. with the first two on that one. I mean, Ren KS, yes, I get that feel. Like I right, you know, it's obviously Swedish death metal you know with you know black influences but the first two that's Mm -hmm. just i mean they're a fucking band of their own i mean i agree you know i i I see what shoddy's saying because there's definitely like those in flame moments or you could just say like uh iron maiden moments well that's what i'm talking about yeah that's what i'm talking about is it has those moments where i could completely you know Mm -hmm. like somebody tells me they're from gothenburg and i go ah Mm -hmm. it makes sense like but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I guess it was a, no, I a get bad it, though. thing because it doesn't it doesn't. I know what feel, you're saying. Okay. I know what you mean. Right. Like because it is. As long as somebody <laughs> understands me, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm it's good. It's, it's melodic in a similar way. You know, like it's definitely places yeah, are super yeah. high importance on like the melodies, not too far from like what a jester race or something like that would do, especially like on like storm and all that. But then again, that what makes it to me so unique, especially on storm, is it's like it's got that more blackened evil like just the way the leads and the riffs are played on that it could never be from any of the gothenburg bands like there's this Mm -hmm. like jagged nature to it like it's more sharp or like it's got that black metal edge that's where like i honestly would i would lean it much more towards melodic black metal than i would melodic death metal because it just Oh, for sure. Well, that's what I was just, yeah. I was honestly going to throw that out there. I was going to say it's, they're, they're, it's, they're, it's Gothenburg melodic black metal. <laughs> I can get behind metal. that. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So. But that's what I, that's what I just love about that album. Like it's, it there's no, there's no other album that sounds like that. Like he, he, he found a way to put his totally, his own spin on it. But yep. yet, you know, pulling from probably a lot of the same influences as those, those other guys, but adding in like his own fucking black heart <laughs> that's a crazy motherfucker yeah, well i mean so i guess i throw a quote out from his ass <laughs> i don't know you if know, we want to do that he, he was he was at well listen he was asked about i'm keeping it pc he was asked about you know well what they thought of the the death uh black metal scene and then the guy like stated that like the section seemed to follow its own path and didn't really you know do what the rest of the thing did and he's like yeah this is because we play satanic music <laughs> <laughs> so yeah he doesn't he's like he's something about like what is their death metal he's like as far as i'm concerned that has got nothing to do with worshiping death it is according to certain people it was meant to be just about you know black he just is rambling on about how all that shit's a gimmick and it's all about like lyrics and imagery but it's not Mm. there's no meaning behind it so dissection follows the cult of satan and lucifer so that's the reason that's what he talks about is the difference and really so. though like he started that on on rain chaos mostly like i got i don't think he was doing yeah. too much of that on these first two it was after the whole prison and getting out and writing that new album or the, the last album that was where he like really directed all the like the satanism you know like that was the agenda where on the first two that wasn't like the agenda it was like I know some of that was probably part of it or whatever but it wasn't like that it, yeah yeah uh-huh but i don't know like I just yeah. prefer it to the Somerlin. Somerlin, I like, don't get me wrong, especially like that title track and there's so many great moments on it, but it's just, to me, Storm is just the perfected version. Like, Somerlin just sounds less focused, less put together. I, you know what I mean? It's, oh, it's I get more what you're saying 100%. I just like, I tend to, 
go towards more of the raw, like, unpolished stuff. You mm-hmm. know, it's just my kind of... I tend to like that stuff more. So, but no, I, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, Storm of Light's Bane is a 100% masterpiece. I mean, the Somberlin, 99.8, you know, but I just <laughs> like it more for some reason. It's got like a quality that, yeah. Yeah. Like a more enduring quality or whatever. Yep. It, it makes sense. I get it. It's just, I guess I'll say this because I just said it's kind of more juvenile or whatever, but I guess that's also what makes it cool because it's like mm-hmm. he kind of just threw everything at it. Yeah. Almost without thinking that much. I mean, the riff. There's so many different riffs and leads. It's like going all over the place. Yep. But yet, it's almost also what makes it cool. So I can't fault it for that. It's just also why I don't like it as much as Storm. So I guess it's just like a matter of opinion, really. It is. Yep. Shadi, what's your favorite out of the three? I don't know if you said it already, uh, but it's chaos. Is it for like a, like yeah? It's easy. That album is seriously, dude. Like I don't know if it's like the satanic shit that's like <laughs> fucking like. <laughs> brainwashing me or whatever but that album is so fucking good for for being like heavily like influenced in the black magic or whatever it's a beautiful sounding album like i feel like it's very melodic it's the speed is there i mean i don't want to take anything away from this album because i mean i sat on it for a while too and i wasn't gonna give it a chance but i mean it's a fucking solid album but i just feel like it it doesn't have the special qualities that the other two have. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a well, really a fucking good album. Like, like, people said that they like people said they sold out during this album. Like uh, the, the diehards no, when I this album so. came out, they were. I, I was just doing when I was doing some uh-huh. of my research. It was just some of the shit that I had yeah. read. No, people like, said definitely I mean, say this that, album. Yeah. yeah, it was rated a little bit lower. People were pissed off. A lot so of people they, hate you know, it. They sold out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, fuck them. They don't. <laughs> yeah, like, there's something well, wrong with you. I like. Mean, yeah, have I mean, have you, what, did you not listen to, what, did you just stop after the first song? Like, I could understand maybe not liking it then, but, like, the second, like, Beyond the Horizon, I mean, start, the whole goddamn album, seriously, is just filled with Malakali, or however you say that. Like, that whole, like, I just want to yell the it with chanting. him. Like, yeah, chanting, dude, that would be so cool. Yeah, live. dude, it's, it's so fucking good, dude.
Stan's got a point just, though. I, I it's exact. I agree a hundred percent. Like it doesn't have the special quality where like Storm is a I one feel, of a kind. No. I get, so I get same it. thing. I special. Up. It came out. It had its own thing. You know, it was totally, totally dissection, and that's it. Whereas, like, Rain Chaos, like, if you didn't know who it was, you know, and you never heard it before, you wouldn't go, oh, that's dissection. And you also, you could think it would be maybe another band or, I you know what I'm saying? didn't have, guys. like, the unique yeah, no. factor. But at the same time, if you don't care about that, you, you know, I mean, you're not <laughs> looking for, like, another groundbreaking album. You're just looking for a fucking badass album. Then it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, if we really do want to step back real quick, the two albums, I mean, Storm of the Lights Band and then Rain Chaos, they were like, I mean, 11 years apart. Right, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, a lot. And then they had a, a huge fucking changeover in terms of, uh, what's it called? People, yeah. People, yeah. I mean, for the most part, I mean, Chaos was all Jan or however you pronounce his name. And then, like, he just found other people to play mm-hmm. shit for him. They wasn't, I mean, I, for the most part, think he had been writing that the whole time he was in jail. And, I mean, if you look at some of the, you know, the Storm of the Lights being, the credits are, like, almost 15 people, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I know, yeah, I know it's, he's always the, definitely the, the brainchild or whatever, but Rain, I mean, it's so, like, I think what it is, like, if, if you're kind of in the mood for Storm of the Lights Bane, you want something a little bit blackened and evil sounding and all that, and then you put this on, it's just not going to hit the right way. But if you're, like, in the mood to, like, f- pump your fist a little bit more and just have that, like, you know, it's really almost like an arena-ready type of uh, album. Like, yeah, meant to be played live, right? Anthemic, mm-hmm. sing-alongs, like, fist-pumping. Like, it's just metal. Like, metal as fuck, you know? Honestly, I just can't see how many metalheads couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, did you guys know what I was talking about, though, with, like, the, the Black Magic coming out? The songs have all been written with the oh, intentions yeah, yeah, yeah. of using sounds laughing. and vibrations, yeah, as an anti-cosmic tool, <laughs> and have all been consciously created to be the vessels for these powers. So, <laughs> yeah, occult musical theory, <laughs> dude. Yeah, he's nuts, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he you is. know how he went out, right? Yeah, oh yeah, he's <laughs> son of a bitch. Like he didn't even get to play this live that much. Like that's what pisses I me know, off, dude. I go on YouTube to try to find like live videos, and this motherfucker, dude. Yeah, oh god, yeah, he went out in the pinnacle of his life, is what mm-hmm. he says. Was yeah. it a circle with the lit, lit candles, candles? Yeah, with yep. the Luciferian Bible. <laughs> Killed himself. Yeah, oh, Jesus, man. Yeah, he decides his own life. Thirty-one or thirty-two. First, yeah, dude, I know, yeah. man. Thirty-one. Yeah, didn't even get to play this album live. Yeah, much. the idea. W- so I have nothing to watch on YouTube. It pisses <laughs> me off. Like that's just crazy. Like you want to go out at the top of your game. That's the idea. Okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You went a little too deep in, but. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're supposed to take them off sometimes, and he didn't. Yeah, oh, you gotta watch. It's just a shame, man, because it honestly, it was. I feel like it was such a good album. Like, I mean, who knows what would have been after this? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he probably would have killed somebody else or done something stupid. <laughs> but, I mean, at least we have this album to listen to and the rest of them. It, you know who? Uh, you know who? What's it called? Who produced Storm? Right? Oh yeah, Stan. Um, actually, I don't. It's your boy, Mr. Dan Swano. Oh my god! I did yeah. not know that. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, dude. I had no, no idea yeah, of that. That's, probably, that's wow. why. That's why it sounds so fucking good. Damn. Dude. Is it your favorite now? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. It looks like the Somberland was at Unisound too. Oh, oh it was. Yeah. Oh no shit. Oh, was it? it would, dude, it would make all the sense in the See, world. Okay, has, that's he, weird to me though. Oh yeah, Swano's on there as engineer. He's not. He's on there as engineer. He also has a scream on it. For, does he? Yeah. On the Somberland? I, for sure on Storm. I don't know about the Somberland. 
okay yeah see i didn't know that <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I, I was gonna say because the production i mean on storm is like yeah pretty much perfect like, you, fucking, you wouldn't change anything yeah, yeah. perfect okay favorite track for me is from what I'm, I'm going from storm i couldn't even tell you one of the tracks like it's just really fucking you listen from start to finish so i don't know any well you the know. highlight i mean the single was always like where dead angels lie that was like the first one that okay. grabbed me you gotta know that one i mean it's yeah, like well, no I mean, yeah. but i never listened you know you know mm. what i mean like it's always yeah, yeah, been yeah. start to finish you know yeah well the one that like after listening to it so much lately i mean still where dead angels lie but i've listened to it so many times i think that i kind of moved on from it a little bit to Thorns of Crimson Death. Yeah. Dude, such, like, if you're going to only listen, only just put one song on, I mean, you could do Where Dead Angels Lie, but Thorns, like, it's a long song, and it it's, it's so dynamic. Like, it goes up and down, and it's got, like, a super long, melodic, like, interlude, solo, whatever, for, like, towards the end, and it just does everything. Like, I just, it's got some of the acoustic stuff in there. It's got everything. <laughs> I think this would be a great album to give to someone maybe who like isn't into black metal yet kind of like for me like how that's why i liked it you yeah. know if you don't in, if you're not really into it because it doesn't have i mean the vocals aren't really that black metal they're higher no. pitch but they're not like you know they're not shrieks they're not too disgusting and you can really you can understand pretty much everything he's saying mm-hmm. you know so it'd be like kind of a cool entry point for someone yeah it's a good uh definitely someone from the the death metal side of things to make that switch you know or yeah yeah or if you're into melodic shit mm-hmm. yeah i mean i'll be honest with you guys i mean dissections a fucking that's up there now. yeah <laughs> i mean because i mean to think about it, it's three albums and the discography is amazing from start to finish i mean oh yeah 
I mean, yeah, I may like one more this week, but I feel like in a month, you know, another one's going to, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's nothing that's going to get old anytime soon. And it's just such good music that it'll live on forever. Mm-hmm. You think that does her? <laughs> I mean, I think it does. I think so. Now, I mean, come on guys, tell us what you want to hear. I mean, we love these yeah, throwbacks. It's always a good time. Yeah. We just need some help, uh, I guess, decide in which throwback we want to do. Maybe we'll do, do another vote for the next one, like on Patreon, like we did for the other one. So mm-hmm. the, that'd be awesome. Cause they help us out yeah. a lot. If you haven't joined the fucking Patreon, I guess, I don't know what we call them. Stan, what's it? Uh, what do we call them? What's it? Uh, what would be a good comparison, you know, for, you know, for three bucks a month? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, for the cost of... Uh, <laughs> the mere cost of $3. The mere cost of going yes. out to a movie and grabbing a popcorn. <laughs> I mean, you could have a, you know, be part of a backstage a lounge on Facebook and there you get you all go. these extra Dude, episodes. Dude, $15 these days. This is, oh, you know, I know. This, this is like going to get a Big Mac or something. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're getting bonus episodes. We've got six up on there right now. You can't, they, dude, they wouldn't even sell us on the dollar menu because we're so cheap. <laughs> you can do a dollar. You can just get in there and support us. You can get in the Facebook group. You can I mean, do three and you yeah. get all that bonus stuff, man. I was telling Jason Join this last week, but I mean, like, you guys know me. I When's the last time I've been on Facebook? I mean, like, <laughs> you know, but yeah. like, the... I just I'm on Facebook every day now like it's we got like a family started like oh all these you know it's just random topics you know whatever <laughs> whatever comes up in metal and it's just cool uh, some of the shit we talk about on there so mm-hmm. yeah it's awesome it's awesome so get on there anyway so then uh, stay tuned for that interview with Blake from Pig Destroyer he was a cool he was a cool guy we talked a lot about the new album obviously and like what he does because you know his his role is kind of weird with the noise and all that kind of shit so it was interesting to hear like kind of how that all works with that band. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that wraps it up. Yes, My sir. last episode of End of the Combine ever. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> well, at least for 18 whoa. years until my girl grows up. <laughs> Dude, no, no. really? No, but for a good month or something. I don't know how this newborn shit's going to go. <laughs> we'll give you two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, No, no, no. He gets paternity leave. So we're determining what is the time for that? Is it two weeks or should we give uh, him three months. weeks? A month. <laughs> a month, dude. No fucking. Nobody gives you a month. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, you? you know, you got. I may be going back to work when I have a kid. Three weeks. That's it. Three yeah, weeks. I get fucking fifteen right, days. Three weeks. <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> no, if I can't. Yeah. Hey, if I can't make it on for a full episode, I'll at least give you guys some dirty death metal picks, or you guys tell me what the topic is. I'll oh, record yeah, myself gotta, ta- giving something. Yeah, we'll still have stands. Uh, yeah, dirty death metal picks. Hopefully every yeah, oh, episode. Yeah. I can, I can be get able you to something. record us one of. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we'll still have him in spirit. Yep. I'm gonna look at it. In the opt- I'm gonna be optimistic. You know, this will be a time me and Shaw can get closer. Mm-hmm. Take a break from Stan for a while. Yeah. You know, it's okay. I could use it. I yeah. could use it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna need to cut back on the amount of podcasts we do lately. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Watch. Right. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. <laughs> two, two weeks, I got my own podcast. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Parenting fatherhood with metal philosophies by Stan Woolock. Uh, well, boys. Another great episode. It's been a great, great yes. episode. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. We will stop taking up your fucking time. Right. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Jason. And I'm Shadi. You guys stay fucking metal.
I know I just saw today you guys threw the album up uh, for a stream. So have you been hearing much back from people about it? Uh, yeah, it seems to be pretty positive so far, which is great, especially kind of considering there was a little bit of a, you know, I would say Army of Cops, the first single we released was a little polarizing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this seems to like have kind of swung back the other way, which is great, you know? Yeah, maybe it, maybe people are taking it better, like in the context of the album, you know? Right, and you know, there was, you know, not that we really pay attention to that sort of thing on the internet, Yeah, but you know, definitely like, you know, polarizing, I guess is a nice way to put it. There was a lot of people that were, you know, also kind of stating, you know, that this, that song was good and blah, blah, blah. You need to wait for the record to come out too. So yeah, that's always my, my stance as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, you can't, I mean, when a single comes out, it's so hard, especially with specific bands, you know, cause it could be an indication of everything else on there, but it could just be one little flavor, you know? Right, or it's like watching a movie trailer and saying, "Well, this movie sucks." <laughs> well, you haven't you haven't seen the movie. The right. trailer might not be good, you know, <laughs> or yeah. it may not look good to you, but you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I dug it right on first listen, and I've I've listened to, through a few times, and I yeah, dude, I'm really liking it. Cool, thanks, man. What um I know so for I was really curious, man, just kind of like looking in since I knew I was going to be doing this interview, just going back and really listening to some of your contributions on the albums and. uh it's a really, I, I love, dude, any band, any extreme band that throws noise in there or, or just those different types of textures, you know, I really like bands like Full of Hell and bands that do that, but I don't totally understand exactly for you when, when you're, when you're getting ready to record and, and, and do some of the writing and that sort of thing. How do you know where to put these parts? You know, it seems like a, a delicate oh, balance. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that, that's a long, long answer, but, um, yeah. So this, it, it, it kind of evolves all the time. It's constantly evolving. I just ordered something from the Philippines today. Don't know when it's going to get here. But I just like, bought a new piece today. Uh, so a lot of that this time around, you know, I'm just constantly expanding my sample library. Mm. Um, I mean, just nonstop. Like I probably have two pages of notes on my phone of stuff that I'll hear when I'm out in public. Really? Or, you know, and stuff I've never even touched. What do you mean, um, like, stuff you hear, though? Well, uh, for example, like, uh, I was watching some sort of thing about aliens, and I heard this, you know, Barney and Betty Hill was, like, a famous alien abduction case. And mm-hmm. uh, I think in Vermont in the 60s, uh, and they, they put them under, and under hypnosis. And the audio is really weird. <laughs> and just, like, since it's so old, you know, the audio quality is kind of poor, but it just sounds, the whole thing just sounds really creepy. Yeah. So, like, that would be an example of something I, I kind of caught by ear and I put on my list. I did capture that. We haven't used it yet. Yeah. But there's a lot lot of stuff like that. Okay. Work, work, I will have movies on in the background. Some, I think I'm being generous if I call them B movies. Uh, they're, C, <laughs> they're C or D movies. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if I'm at work and I'm not totally slammed, I can, like, write down the time code and get it later. Like yeah. I said, there's a ton of stuff. It's just constantly evolving. So this time around, you know, Scott kind of demoed the songs. And uh, since the vocals weren't in, I would go to JR's house, which is about an hour away. And we would kind of go from there. And a lot of the stuff that we used, we kind of ran out of time. Um, a lot of stuff that we did in the in like kind of demoing phase didn't really kind of make it in. Mm, so okay. it was a totally different process than Book Burner. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. 
this process isn't quite streamlined, so the next record hopefully will be a little more streamlined. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But I mean, is it hard with some of like just some of the more of like the noise stuff to figure out where? Because I'm, I'm sure, like, have you learned? Does it work better to throw something in between a vocal or behind a vocal, or you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it kind of just depends on the song and what it calls for. Um, you know, I can't really explain it better than that. It, you know, but you're, you're absolutely right. I do not want to step all over the music with some beeps just because I think it needs to be in there. Right. Right. You know, so it's, it's, I, it's kind of like a, a mood or vibe and kind of, I guess can shock it up to taste or what I feel is right. And then a lot of times I do get shut down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a process, man. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Jared has always kind of said that my role may be the hardest because like a bass player or a drummer or even a guitar player kind of knows where they stand. Yeah. Whereas my stuff is constantly evolving, like constantly. We uh, are practicing for the record release show, and I have a like a new noise generator that I haven't used. I mean, I've used it at home, but I haven't used it in the band contact yet. Okay. So tomorrow will be the first time I try that. So, okay. So, so it's th- possible that that thing will get kicked right out the door. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now, what, so when you guys do play live and whatnot, do you keep it the same as what's on album with all that, or do you ever throw anything else in there? Oh, no, it's, it's, it changes every show. Oh, okay, all okay. The time. That's bad. You know, there are certain things um, that, that, I, that I definitely do keep. Some, some stuff that's on the record, but sometimes I'll do a little more. Sometimes I'll have a couple too many cocktails, and I might pull it back a little bit. <laughs> um, so it really does depend. But, you know, I try to keep it. Really, you know, there's certain things that are always going to be there, like the sample and uh, this angel or mm-hmm. you know the sample the jennifer sample things like that yeah yeah that are you know standard quote unquote for me but yeah no that's it's it's always changing man that's cool i mean that just makes it more i mean that would be more exciting for me to see it live just to have that like that, it, it, that uh, thank you i appreciate that but if, you know sometimes people are like well you didn't do this I'm like well <laughs> you know, go listen to the album i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh. Yeah, you know, I really liked some of the stuff you were doing. I wrote it down on Circle River, like in the. Be- I think it was more towards the beginning, but it was really just layered in there perfectly. It was, you know, just added that little extra edge to it. I thought it was pretty cool. Great, thanks, man. Appreciate that. It's been. I mean, I know it's been five or six years since that last album and everything. Was there anything like you know, once the, the writing started on this, was there like a, a specific idea or a goal in mind? You know, I want to change this, or you know, we liked this on the last album, but didn't like that. Uh, absolutely, you know. Scott wanted to write stuff with more hooks and a little more nuance. Mm. And I think his original intention was to have no blast beats. But oh, when wow. he stated that to the other four of us, I think just the look on our face. Was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was like, no, <laughs> or, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he definitely wanted more hooks and a little more nuanced. Um, and it does seem that the people that have heard the record, you know, now it's out on streaming, but you know, they, they was doing before Wednesday, whenever Thursday, whenever that, that, stream that up you know most people seem to have noticed that sort of thing which is, is great yeah um but yeah there was no like i don't know it's kind of hard to explain you know he kind of writes what he does and it's very rare where we'll ask him to change something or go for a completely different vibe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there was one song on book burner that i think adam nor any other human could play and he ended up using that for agoraphobic but other than that she okay yeah on. <laughs> <laughs> so i uh, so will putney was involved with it does he what did he do just some of the producing or was he involved at all with some of that stuff the arrangements or anything no like that? no uh he mixed it well actually the sample and the opening 
the Conan the Barbarian sample, that might be him because oh, okay. we could not get we couldn't get so that's a weird one too. So we could get the rights in America, but I guess a bunch of different people hold that licenses that license overseas. So it would have just been a logistical nightmare mm. for us to email whoever owns it in Spain, whoever owns it in France, whoever owns it in Germany. Um, yeah. So we just recut that. But no, he just mixed it and mastered it. Okay. And it was actually very seamless. We handed him the tracks, like we recorded the drums. So he kind of pre-mixed those. You know, then we gave him the guitars and he mixed that and then the bass. And then there were very little notes from us when he gave us the finished product. It was like, you know, the background vocals are a little too loud, things like that. Mm, okay. But nothing crazy. I mean, I, th- I think he nailed it pretty much spot on almost the first time. That's cool. I mean, it's got, yeah, it's got a, a very powerful, you know, mix sound to it overall, I would say. Thanks. Yeah. So I know the other big thing was the bass on the album. So, I mean, you know, wh- where did that come in, to, come into play? Was it a big thing with writing or was it kind of something just to give it some texture? Uh, well, you know, it was a little bit of both. Um, you know, there's definitely some bass. I don't want to say solos because that makes it sound like a bass solo. And that's kind of douchey. Yeah. There's, there's spots where it's, it's just John. And, you know, as a new tool, something we've never had for the past, uh, you know, 20 years on record anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, John's been in the band for about three now. But, you know, Scott definitely wrote with that in mind. So, you know, it's kind of like uncharted territory for us. Yeah. You know, and, and it, we don't want it just to play the exact same thing that Scott is playing the entire time. Something to add, something extra to it. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, what about the guest vocals? I know you had Kat. She's been on before. What was the decision making with that Dylan from Full of Hell? Well, Dylan actually does noise on his track. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I think we were going to do get him to do vocals too, but I don't... You know, I, Agoraphobic and Pigasure are basically one big family. Yeah. Um, you know, they do share two members, but, you know, Rich and Kat have been on. They were both on Bookburner. And it just kind of went from there, you know. Uh, JR has ideas, and, you know, I'm on there a little bit. John's on there a little bit. You know, I kind of wanted to expand that a little bit this time. I'm real good buddies with the first singer from Dag Nasty, and I really wanted to get him on it. But it just didn't work out that way this time. Okay. So, you know, it's, you know, JR knows, especially with Rich and Cat, he knows their vocal talents and their range and their, their skills. So when he has that idea, it's not like, oh, well, let's just throw somebody on there. Yeah, it's his idea, and he knows what he's going for, and knows that they can do it. Yeah, I do. I mean, Cat is one of my favorite vocalists. That EP they put out from uh, Agoraphobic the other four yeah. years ago. Oh my god, man, she kills yeah, she's it. amazing, especially for like a five foot two. <laughs> it's so unique. Tiny. Yeah, yeah, man, I love it. So it was cool to hear it, hear it pop up again in this one. <laughs>
about, uh, you know, just like your metal background, you know, before this band, were you involved at all? Were you playing in other bands? Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this for, I don't know, 20 some years. I don't want to date myself. I was in a power violence band called Daybreak that from Baltimore that we played, I think this was like third show, maybe okay, something cool. like that. I mean, there was in a band called Triac. I used to sing for them. They're still a band, actually. I used to sing for them. Like, you know, we're going back some time. And then, you know, some stuff that never really did anything. So, yeah. I mean, quote unquote, I started playing in bands when I was like 15, but I, you know, thank God the internet doesn't, it didn't exist then because I would cringe to see some of that stuff now. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's cool. I mean, because I was thinking about it, you know, when you joined Pigster, I know it's been a while now and everything, but, you know, you joined in a band with an established sound. Was it weird to be like, okay, I'm going to add this whole nother piece to it, or did it just kind of go naturally? I, it, you know, it's always kind of been, you know, kind of a challenge because of what I said, like, you know, like a bass player might know where they would stand, as opposed to I kind of have everything at my disposal. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, with the guys, no. I mean, I used to go on the road with them, sell merch, just drive, just hang out, you know, it just depends. So, I mean, I've, I've known those guys for years. I mean, Jared and Scott have probably known for 22 years or something oh, okay. like that at this point. So, and that actually was probably part of the reason when Scott was talking about adding another instrument, uh, he had the idea of like the noise and the samples in mind. And I was there when they were discussing it and I kind of stood up and raised my hand. And they right. knew they got along. They knew they got along with me already. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. So it just worked out perfectly. Yeah, that's cool. You know, one of the things like that I always noticed about Pig Destroyer. You know, when I was younger, before I got into too much of the extreme stuff. You know, I was listening to a lot of lighter stuff. Um, but Pig Destroyer was one that a lot of people knew, and I remember listening to it at a pretty young age. You know, just because you know you've got the grind elements, but there's so much catchy parts to it and everything. So, do you think it's a is it a positive for the band that it, it's kind of like a, I don't know how to say, but maybe just like in between genres? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's always kind of hard to pigeonhole it, especially now. Now, you know, there's grindcore has kind of always been the bastard catch out of music, I think. Yeah, um, right. And, you know, with the internet age and everything kind of catching up, it seems like it's growing slightly in popularity, which is cool. But, you know, it's Scott is a, he writes riffs and, in my eyes, it doesn't take a genius to play super fast and be super intense or in the same way as in like doom, uh, super slow and just turn up loud. Right. Um, but to write riffs and make it stick is a completely different story. And, you know, even in the early days, even in 38 counts of battery, there was pixie, which was like a slow song, slower. Yeah. So it's kind of always been that way. And, you know, when you really think about Scott's like musical output, but doing that for two bands, it's pretty intense when you put, give it some thoughts like wow this guy just keeps coming up with riffs like non-stop yeah. where's like, he getting them from yeah <laughs> like you know a lot of bands can write one great record and then they're out of ideas and yeah. Scott just keep keeps it going i'm like dude this it's insane <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I was thinking the same thing today listening to the new album just like where is he seriously still getting these riffs from man i mean agoraphobic had what five or six full lengths at this point so that's 12 yeah. full lengths and then all the splits the stuff they've done it's crazy. <laughs> it's funny. I was when I was uh, talking to one of the guys from Dying Fetus a little while back. They said the same thing. You know, I said, you know, what's what's easier to write is those faster parts or like the catchy riffs. You know, and they were like, oh, for sure, the catchy riffs are is that's always the hardest thing to write. Right. You know, it's got to move you. And music should in general, and it doesn't matter 
specifically if it's extreme music or not. You know, you can say, like, for example, I love Hollow Notes because they have hooks and riffs for days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> you know, and, and, and there, there's plenty of boring music out there, whether it be pop or country or, or EDM, you know, but, or even if you don't like a song or a genre, you can still instantly recognize something sometimes just because of that hook, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no different for extreme music, man, for sure. Do you keep up a lot, like with the newer stuff, with a lot of the newer music, or, or what, what do you, you know, kind of listen to most? I try to, you know. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a couple bands I've been championing pretty hard. Okay. Uh, Sunrot from New Jersey. There's a band from DC called No Moss. Uh, Ampelang Infection and Brain Pan from DC. Yeah, I always feel like I'm forgetting people. There's a band called Worm. W V R M. Oh yeah, we just talked about them. Yeah, one of the Carolinas I'm, I'm really into these days. You know, me and Jr. Are, are constantly getting, like, you know, listening to new stuff and getting new stuff. It's hard at 42 to keep up. Yeah, you know, I feel like every time I go to a show, there's a couple kids that talk to me and they like give me this list of bands, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, I want to check it out, but now is not the good time for you to list 20 things for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. like shoot, shoot me an email and I'll check it out tomorrow. Or <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, we try to. In, I will frequently get on Bandcamp and just kind of fall down the hole. Right, and right. They, they kind of have ta- identifier genre tags. It's kind of cool, but you can find new stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you mess around a lot with the noise and all that experimental type stuff too? No. You know, right now, actually, it's it's a little harder for me because of the radio in my car is broken. And I've been too lazy to fix it. Oh, bummer. Um, <laughs> and fix it myself. And that's that's why it's not fixed. Yeah. If I had, if I could go drop it off to somebody, but I can fix it. I do pro AB. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, I do. And I definitely check a lot of that stuff out, but it's not sometimes, you know, that's more for like when I'm working and, and doing that sort of stuff, because I, I find it hard to be like, dude, let's rock this new Murs bell on a road trip to New York, dude. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. You know, you can yeah. check that sort of thing out, but if you're driving for five or six hours, you need, you need, uh, you need something you could dig into, you know? Right, right. hundred percent. Oh, that's cool though. It's cool that you, you know, you guys are kind of keeping up with some of the newer stuff. Cause a lot of bands that have been around a while, you'll hear that, you know, no, you know, we don't really listen to anything out anymore. We just listen to the old stuff. So I like hearing that, you know, yeah, I, actually had a kid, I actually had a kid from France email a picture of Facebook page today. And I guess Jared name dropped his band. They did a split with sex prisoner. And he was like, dude, thank you so much. And I'm like, well, I, I haven't checked you out. So I'm going to do that right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't me that name dropped you in an interview, but I'm definitely going to check out. And they're ripping, man. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So that's they're really, really cool. good. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome to hear, man. Are we going to get a chance to see you guys much? Or are you, or are you guys kind of still, you know, doing the limited touring? Well, yeah, it's just, it's just going to be the same thing. You know, work and families are still um, yeah. in our lives. But we are trying to get out there as much as we can. This year has been tough, even with the record coming out, because Adam is slammed with the, his 85 other bands. Yeah. So, okay. you know, um, and you're from what, Detroit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's been t- <laughs> kind of funny to us. You know, people will hit up the Facebook page and be like, it's been like three years. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Has it been that long? It feels yeah. like it was like two months ago for us. Um, you know, I kind of always say that we don't work in real band time, quote unquote. No, um, so, and you know, we, we, we're trying to get to some places we've never been before, too. Okay. Um, it's very easy for us to hit New York and Philadelphia and Baltimore all the time. Um, yeah. Even Richmond, which we don't do that much. It's still only like two and a half hours from us. 
but you know that's cool and we love those those scenes and those places but we got to go to places we've never been in fact i think we've only ever played detroit once i know we did i know we did grand rapids once but okay maybe we've never even done detroit wow well it's time then (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you know with the new record coming out the offers are coming in so that makes it a little easier yeah. For me to justify what I can be like, here's a great trade offer and we can go and do Chicago right afterwards or, right. you know, we are doing Ireland for the first time. So wow. I'm very excited about that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm more excited for the Guinness brewery than I probably. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It's <laughs> a good excuse. All right, man. Well, uh, listen, enjoy your weekend. It's a long weekend, Labor Day coming up. So have, have a really good one, man. Yeah, man. You too. 